Hey, sports fans. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Hosk, and I'm riding Blue Jays' money line every game this season. I'm Jones, and I'm over my COVID. I'm Kudo, and happy Easter. Let's get into sports and stuff. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Or not. Ball into the wind of it is French Concrete. Just a bit outside. You're an announcer with a long stick from time to time. Catch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. It's funny to me, too. Screw them. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. On tonight's episode, we're recapping the first week of the MLB season. The Leafs have clinched the playoffs. Malkin gets suspended, and Doug Wilson steps down. Haas got stuff to talk about, including the Masters, NBA playoffs, USFL, XFL, plus Big Brother and Survivor. And to close the show off, Scrutinizer Jones may or may not put us on the grill. It'll be a surprise for us, too. Expect the unexpected. This is Intersports and Stuff. Uh, all right, boys. Jones, welcome back. Fucking slacker. Fucking yeah, three, three weeks off. Three weeks. Must be fucking nice. Well, from the time we finished till the time we report, we started recording uh, today was the full three weeks for you. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> you lazy fuck. Don't cough into yep. your mic, you fucking sky. Forgets his podcasting 101. That's for Kudo. He was, I'm making sure that his editing abilities are top drawer. Well, they are if you listen to the podcast. I might have not listened to last week's episode. Of course not. You weren't even on. You should have listened. So you know what we're well, talking about or what we talked no, because about. It, because there would be no no arguing if I wasn't on. I feel like I start all the arguments. It's great. Yeah, like you are right now. <laughs> I'm, the I'm, right, I'm ready to argue with. I'm ready to argue with you right now. I don't even know why. Exactly. I think last week was our best episode ever. To be honest. Uh, oh, perfect. Maybe I'll take next week off then too. Kellen, you're, you're up. <laughs> All right. Well, just like Jones, baseball is back. We had first week of play in the books. Blue Jays playing with the fans' emotions on opening day. Give up four runs in the first inning. Go down seven nothing. Storm all the way back. I don't know what the final score was. I think it was like 8-7, 9-7, something like that. Was that like 10-8 or something? Yeah, maybe. maybe could have been. Just fucking playing playing with the playing with the emotions on opening day. Uh, but they got the job done. Got the win. Got the win on Saturday. Won the series. On to New York. Won the opener. Laid an egg last night. Hopefully they take one tonight. They're up 6-4. I've uh, decided that I'm going to bet money line on the Blue Jays every game this year. And I think I should be profitable um, as long as they, they don't get too many of these uh, minus 200 games like they had against Texas on the weekend. Um, I like tonight. So nice on the road against the Yankees plus 140. Give me that money. It'll be interesting. Do you have a spreadsheet going to keep track of how I much do. money? I do have a sheet going. Um, okay. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, maybe I'll sell the model at the end of the year if the results are favorable. Yeah. It's a, it's a very tough model to understand. A lot of, a uh, lot of logistical pieces with that one. You know, it's hard to, you know, hard to follow. Yeah. Hard to follow betting Blue Jays money line, but yes. Yeah. Every day. 
Yeah. Just one better day, Blue Jays money line. It's for, tough for 162 days. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Kudo will be able to keep up, but you know, we'll see. The ones that'll get you'll be the like Wednesday afternoon games that you're gonna have to remember about, or you know, like travel day games where you're like, "Fuck, I missed that one." Or you're gonna get, you're gonna have to like yeah, remember it's gonna about be the, it the, the, the dog days. The dog days of summer, or you know, those are gonna be the ones that uh, that are gonna take yeah. my dedication. But you know, I'm I'm gonna make sure it happens. Don't worry about that. Or you know, you take a week vacation and you. You just like sleeping in or something like that. Uh, Got to make your bet. No sleep in this model. No. And then you know if the Jays do well with it this year, maybe I'll carry it in next year. Maybe I'll pick another team next year. You know. Oh, a two-team model. Could it could happen? It could happen. Ooh. It could happen. Would you parlay them? Parlay get, that gets risky. That's that's a risky model. Yeah, one hundred and sixty-two parlays they'd probably be a couple days probably be like 150 days they're playing on the same day in the season yeah what if they play head to head well what happens then well then you uh i bet both I of the money line hopefully the team that's plus money wins those ones yeah we'll see we'll see what happens hoping i'm hoping they win about 125 games this year though <laughs> yeah it'd be good for you that, that pay the model nice yeah Although I'm sure as they get to, you know, that dominant, that's where my odds go to shit and that's where I start to lose money. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Well, as long as you're winning, you're not really losing money. True. But when you, but if it's at minus 200 for say, I got to win two games. If I, if they go, if they go two out of three, I'm even essentially. Yeah. If they're they're minus 200. So, you know, we don't want them. We would like these plus games, you know, let's hope that. Uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping because they got they're going to be playing the Rays, they're going to be playing the Yankees, they're going to be playing the Red Sox. You know, for a good chunk of games that hopefully they can. We should get at least a decent amount of, if not plus money, close to like minus one ten, one twenty five kind of things. Yeah, look, one fifty and under, I think is okay. Yeah, over over one fifty is 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 a little tricky. Kudo's brain is hurting just trying to think of all this right now. He can't. This model is too complex for him. It's not for the weak-minded like Kudo. Uh, it takes a real skilled gambler to to ride this model. Um, I wouldn't recommend it for everybody. Uh, but you know, if you think you got the chops and you wanna you wanna ride with Hosk, you know, by all means, you know, jump on the jump on board. Blue Jays money line. What app are you using? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm exclusively betting Blue Jays money lines on the score. The score bets. Um, all of my other gambling is taking place on that three six five. He doesn't. Need, he can't get confused. Well, I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to dilute my profit margin by you know throwing out a you know ten team parlay on the score or something, and uh, you know only only hitting nine legs of it. You know, I, I just can't have that. Yeah. Although you can follow the the chicklets guy on 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 uh, the score, and you can bet with them. But they, these bets were not very, not very good the last couple of days. So, so you haven't been betting with them, or you have and just I, I did, winning. I, I did it one day, and that that was probably my last on the score, anyways. But I think I think bet three six five got rid of same game parlays, which for hockey at least that they never had same game parlays. Oh, well then, there you go. For hockey, they, that's the worst part. They have them for basketball still. They do have it for basketball. They have it for soccer as well. But that just what makes you make stupid 
picks when they don't have their goddamn same game parlays. Ooh, look at this. Austin Matthews to score 70 plus goals in the regular season is a plus 1,000 bet right now. On the score? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a big number. He needs a, what, they got like 10 games left? Nine. Nine games. So he needs 12 goals in nine games. It's doable, but it's doubtful, I would say. Depends on who they're playing. I would say he's probably only going to play of those nine games. I can go with seven. I think he's going to play them all, but I don't think he'll get as much ice time in all of them. Yeah, I think that, I think they're going to give him at least one game, maybe two. Yeah, maybe if they have a back to back or something. Yeah, which they do Saturday, Sunday, so it'll be interesting to see if he plays Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I think you know if it was like two or three games left, then you take him out for one. With with eight left, I think they'll he'll play both of them. Unless they're playing the Buffalo Sabres again, then you know you might as well take them out because you can't do fucking anything against those guys anyways. Buffalo Sabres would win the fucking Stanley Cup this year if they played the Leafs every game. Yep. Just like the Montreal Canadiens. It would be yeah, Sabres and, and Habs would be you'd be one, two. Sabres would be one, Habs would be two, because the Leafs got them uh, the other day. But uh, you know, other than that, those teams have played their best hockey against the Leafs. That's what they do when that's a rivalry game. They show up. We talking baseball, we well, talking hockey. Well, one one team showed up anyways. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, we're still talking baseball. Shut up, Kudo. Shut up, Jones. All hey, right. Pig, shut up and stop the puck. Exactly. We talking hockey, we talking baseball. <laughs> well, we can get right back into hockey if you want. If we're done hot talking baseball. Well, I didn't want, I want your hot takes from the weekend, Kudo. I know you probably watched 200 hours of uh, baseball this weekend. No, I didn't. What's the matter with you? You've changed. Yep. What do you think of your Giants uh, trotting out a the first ever female first base coach in MLB history? That was awesome. But the fact that she got out there is because Richardson, the first base coach, got ejected earlier in the game. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Still made it out there. Yep. So she, that was the first regular season game for a woman to be on the field because she has done the uh, exhibition game before. Exhibition games don't count. Exactly. It was regular season. So why would you bring that it up? Counts. Because I'm just saying that she's been out on the field before, though. Like It's not like it was her first time, and they just threw her out there to do it. No, she's a baseball coach. Like Obviously, if they didn't just pull some girl out of the concession stand and say, hey, can you well, coach first base for us? Obviously, like, she's on the bench, like, but like she's not normal, a first base but, coach. Like Michelle McKay in, uh, in Mighty Ducks? Like, <laughs> Miss McKay! <laughs> what are we waiting for? The ice to freeze? Let's play. What are you waiting for? Coach the team or we forfeit the tournament. <laughs> I don't know anything about baseball. Like, come on. <laughs> she's a con- she's working the concession stand. You know what I meant. She's like on anymore. the bench kind of coach, not fucking a first base coach. Uh, what is her role? Right? Do you know? I actually don't know. Bench coach or something. What kind of Giants fan are you? Don't even know. Do, you, do I need to know every fucking coach on the team too? Like, fuck. You should. What does Manny Baholcher do for your fucking Leafs? Coaches the power play. Number one power oh, yeah. play. Jones, in the Jones still thinking about it. <laughs> He's like, wait, Manny Baholcher? Also about, coaches uh, faceoffs. Great faceoff coach. Great faceoff team. There you go. Good coach, good team. That's right. What is the? Uh, what does Martin St. Louis do? <laughs> He's a head coach. What does that mean? <laughs> I saw Luke Richardson talking to the refs the other game. <laughs> Martin is too good to talk to the refs. Couldn't see him. He stepped. He stepped down. He, he got stepped off down. his stool. He, 
he got he got down from behind the bench to go talk to him. They lost him. They couldn't see him. <laughs> Players were sitting. Well, no, they got Caulfield and Suzuki. As long as he stands behind them, he'd be able to see him still. Yeah, I meant she's just an assistant coach. That's what she is. Thanks, Kudo. Did you see that Eric Cosmer went over and shook her hand to congratulate her? Yep. Still had, but he still had the batting glove on because he Did wears he? a batting he wears a batting glove under his under his glove and he's left handed. Thought that was funny. Oh, you didn't want to get the COVID, you know? Yeah. True. Yeah. Very it's respectful. Safe. Got to keep the glove on. Very respectful. Oh, did you guys see this Dodger story today? Yes, I did. I did once you sent it to me. Oh, good. At least you there's checked the group out, chat. There's a few people out there who wrote about it and like are pissed off by it. It's one of those. It's a really hard take to have, I think. And I'm, you know, I don't really. I I'd, I'd like to hear what Kershaw says about it because I don't. And like. I'd like to know what Kershaw like candidly says about it and not like to the media to protect his team and coach kind of thing. He's throwing a perfect game is, is a huge accomplishment. He's been around a long time. So if he's got a perfect game going through seven, I'm sure he wants to stay out there. But at the same time, you know, he's at 80 pitches, which seems like nothing, but it's his first start of the season, short spring, I think I read something that he, you know, he's he made a joke kind of that, you know, he sat around for three months doing nothing kind of thing. So he, you know, maybe he maybe he wanted to come out or maybe he was ready to come out. Like maybe his arm was sore. Like I, I don't really know, but it's it's tough. You know, that you know, perfect games don't come around come around very often. No, there's only like what, twenty two, twenty three of them? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Like I like I didn't watch the game. I didn't. I haven't. But like, did he even put up like a stink about like getting pulled? Like, was he like, no, I don't want to come out, or did he have an I, argument with the coach or anything? Because normally he'd be like, see. no, I want to stay. I have a perfect game going. Yeah, I think they would have had a conversation. Like, you know, I don't think that Dave Martinez is gonna just uh, is it Dave Martinez, Dave Roberts, Dave Roberts, Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts. I don't think he's just gonna you know go up to one of his veteran you know clubhouse leaders and say fuck you, Clayton, you know, you're coming out. I don't care. I don't care. You got a perfect game. Like <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure there was some sort of conversation with like the pitching coach and, and him and before they made the, made the decision and they probably, you know, they probably had a pitch count in mind and he may have even exceeded that at 80. Um, Cause apparently he wasn't in, he wasn't in shape. He didn't sign it till late too. So it's not even like he was with a team at the start of camp, right? Like even when the deal was done, he was still a couple days before he could sign and then show up to camp. And so, you know, there's a, a number of these pitchers that say they're way behind. Like Strasburg's on the DL right now because he said, you know, fuck it, I'm sticking to my re- I'm sticking to my regime. I'm not ready to uh, I'm not ready to come and play. Yeah, looks like the Blue Jays just locked down the win. That's good for the model. Really helps you. Really helps you. Yeah, that's a sixty dollar payout on a twenty five dollar bet there. Not too shabby. Parlay that into tomorrow and uh, see what we can do. That's what I. That's what I should have done was just parlay it all, Joe, and see how. <laughs> yeah. What you should do is if you if you win, you keep your amount the same, but if you lose, you double it. Hmm. Right. And you just gotta hope that you won't go on a losing streak. <laughs> Touche. Maybe that's next year's model. We'll see how this year's works out. Maybe we got. Maybe we yeah. gotta make some tweaks next year. Do you guys see that uh, Cleveland Guardians guy who's like 10 for 15? He's been on base like 20 times to start his career. The rookie? He's, yeah, Quan or something like that, I think his name is. Steven Quan, I think. Yeah. Is this like the same guy like last year? You remember the guy from the White Sox last year? 
No, that guy was just hitting bombs. Yeah. Okay. This guy hasn't like swung or missed for a pitch yet. Yeah, he's he hasn't swung or missed. I saw there was like a borderline check swing, but they the ump called it, so they called it a uh, a strike looking instead of a, <laughs> instead of a swinging. Oh, really? Well, it was it was a check swing. They didn't appeal it. It was a they called it. So so it was a called strike. But yeah, he hasn't swung and missed from what I've seen. Uh, any other stories? Vladdy hit three bombs tonight. With a possible broken finger? He does have a broken finger, Kudo. How do you know? Because I said he doesn't, okay? How do you know Are he you does? a doctor? I'm tired have you broken of you, fingers? I'm tired of you coming on this fucking podcast and spitting all your fake news. Like, like it's not fake Jones, news. Like telling Jones he needed to take the ivermectin last week. Uh, well, he's you, here you, now, isn't he? You and Joe Rogan are all the same. He's telling me to eat light bulbs and stuff, Kudo. <laughs> you keep your medical misinformation to yourself, Kudo. Well, he could have been hitting those bombs with a broken finger. I play with a broken finger. It's not that hard. Sure, Michael. I Whatever have. you think, I believe you. Don't wink at me. I said don't wink at me. <laughs> I'm not winking over here. All right. Any other baseball stuff? I didn't watch a whole lot. To be honest. No. I think there was a I got lot of, of MLB TV, so a <laughs> lot of starting pitcher injuries, though, or um, a lot of bad outings just because of the short spring. Like pitchers just aren't aren't there yet. So that Quan kid apparently has had his first swing and a miss after 116 pitches. Not bad. Not bad at all. Jones would have made it to at least 120, but yeah, at least. You guys see me swing? Swings and misses? Oh yeah, 120 for sure. I'd fucking hit you out of the park, Kudo. <laughs> you wish. I don't even know if you could throw the ball. I can. Across the plate. I'd throw a couple inside on you, get you off the plate. Oh, you wouldn't. I'd stand right on top of the plate. I don't care. Uh, I'm hitting you then. That's fine. Take your base, Jones. Exactly. I'll walk down to first base. You don't throw that hard. Uh, If I get in the ribs, it might hurt. Mm. I'm not worried. I got a little extra padding there. (laughs) Yeah, you fat. (laughs) Oh, he just just came off a a diet. He's, He's good. Yeah. Lost the COVID ten, exactly. not quite the COVID, not quite the COVID nineteen. He's working on it, but he just didn't get there. I thought it was fifteen. No, that's freshman. Oh, yeah, my bad. Get it straight, Kudo. All right, so are we gonna keep this train rolling? Yeah, well, hockey. Let's go. Who doesn't like to roll? You, want, you actually want to talk about hockey now, Kudo? Sure, why not? What do you guys got? I got the Leafs going to the playoffs. Congratulations, Habs clinch Clin- last long. No, I told you, the season's over. No, Santa Cup won't be handed out this year. Yeah. Well. Okay. So have fun in the first round. See you later. Okay. We will. Have fun losing the draft lottery. We're going to win it. You watch. I really want a live feed on you on draft lottery night. Are you going to be glued to the TV when that's going on? I won't be glued. I think we should have a live feed with Kudo on draft lottery night. I don't think we need a lot. I just want to get like a video of your reaction that we can dump into the show here. Like, a, you know, yeah, a, like a real audible reaction from you one way or the other, Kudo. And uh, and then we can just add it in. All right, well, maybe I can record something for you guys. Yeah. Maybe maybe just go on Twitch. You know, we got that Twitch channel that we use so much. Do we have a Twitch channel? <laughs> I thought you created it. Yeah, we do. No, I, I think I, I did. I'm pretty sure I did. I don't think... I don't think we've ever been on, but uh, we I think we have I think we have a channel. I'm surprised, right, Kudo, I'm surprised Kudo hasn't been streaming all of his cell playing, but you know I don't think you want my cell on there. Not a team player. You don't oh, want my they, cell on there. The people want to see the jelly squirts. 
We're not allowed to be called the Jelly Squirts anymore. Why? Apparently that name is uh, not appropriate for Chell anymore. Somebody report you or something? I guess so. I don't know what's wrong with Jelly Squirts. They have the nickname Squirts in the game, so I don't understand why it's such a problem. So we are now Alan's Wolfpack. (laughs) (laughs) So original. You should see our jerseys. They look legit to our men's league team, Jones. Looks pretty sweet. Yeah, still living the dream, eh? Yep. You know, ICC's over, so at least I got the Alan's Wolfpack Chell team. (laughs) The ICC team did the right thing and folded when they got to that age. Oh, I don't know. I think the Wolfpack's done the right, the right move. The, 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 their biggest issue is that they stay at home and play. They 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 got to go meet up at some. Uh, you got to rent out like an arcade or something. Like uh, there's got to be some sort of like gaming there's studio a, or something you can go to. No, and there's a um, Chantel was driving down the road and she saw a tr- a truck pulling a trailer that was a gaming thing. I and saw they, that. You can uh, rent. My name. Na- my neighbors had that for a birthday party. Yeah, you can rent it, and they pull it. it pull, they pull it up to in front of your house, and you just go out into this trailer and game. Apparently, yeah, that's awesome. I want that for my birthday. There you go, Wolfpack. You guys can play there. Yeah, you got to get out of the house. Like you can't. That you know, it's great that you're still playing hockey together, but you, you got to get out of the house. You know, nice. one day a week. One day a week. You know, you guys go go to the gaming simulator. Wouldn't that be cool? Almost like a, the golf simulator. There you go. Maybe maybe that's what we should do, guys. Our million dollar idea. Trademarks. Trademarks. We create a we create a hockey simulator. You're in there. You're on like the. It's like you're you're skating on like the treadmill. Yep. <laughs> you're playing. <laughs> Stick handling. <laughs> Stick handling. Passing digitally. Passing back. Half the guys will just be sitting on there waiting for a pass, and not receiving. Well, well, we gotta get some. You gotta get the VR going too. It's uh. You know, we'll have to. We'll Somebody's have to, gonna get hurt then. We'll have to get Facebook involved. Um, you know, get get the Oculus technology. You know, we're onto something here, guys. Men's league hockey simulator. Fucking, you're just sitting here in a you're, <laughs> two teams in a Donnybrook. Donnybrook, and they're just air punching each other. <laughs> it's like screw this. I just want to sit back and drink beer. So I'm gonna fight the first two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's a million dollar idea. Billion dollar. I think we should just create a video game lounge. Sure, Jones. Yeah, right in your house, Jones. Right in your house. Fucking, you could go there, play some N64, James Bond, you know? Yeah, your basement. Set it up. Just set get it some up like a beacon, going. the Beacon Hill garage. You just get a yeah. big freezer blocking the blocking a sink. and uh, Wasn't that Mario yeah. Kart we had rocking in there? Oh, yeah. We had everything rocking in there. I was actually usually, talking about that the other day. Mario Kart. The night where we try to watch like all three uh, Back to the Future movies. <laughs> Pretty sure me and Power like the last two I passed out or something <laughs> by the third one. Yeah, I, I probably didn't even make it through the first one. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. It was smoky in there. Well, it was smoky inside or was it smoky in the garage or both? <laughs> smoky in the garage. Because if Zach was there, you had to make sure it wasn't smoky in the house. No, it wasn't smoky in the house. If Zach wasn't there... It could be Zach was there. I hope Zach's not listening. <laughs> I'm sure he's not. He's just sitting in the cruiser listening to us right now. <laughs> he's, he's like those motherfuckers. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> he's not in the cruiser anymore. Anyways, hockey. Both done. Yeah. yeah. So Leafs are in the playoffs. I think that's where we got got railroaded. Yeah. Derailed. Railroaded. Whatever. Couple NHL debuts. Lots of college guys stepping up. 
notably uh, Owen Power and Maddie Beniers. Beniers? Beniers? I think it's Beniers. The uh, top two picks in last year's draft uh, made their debuts. Power with the Sabres, uh, Beniers with the Kraken. Uh, both Michigan uh, Michigan Wolverine guys. Buffalo defense core is going to be pretty good in a couple years, potentially. Fucking Darlene and Power on the back end. They'd have to yeah. keep them. Yeah, true. We'll see, I guess. Eh? Yeah. Maybe they got, what, three first-round picks this year, too? They're going to rebuild. See see what happens. They've got some, got some pieces. Some more coming. Need a goalie. They got Levi, I think. Although he oh, didn't sign. Anderson. The Angels wonder. Played the Leafs every game. Yep. He's got their number. Yeah, I don't think Devin Levi signed with the Sabres. I don't know how many years of college he has left. But And did you just see that? Um, so Devin Levi won the goalie of the year in college hockey. Uh, but then a goalie won the Hobie Baker, like the, the MVP. Really? Yeah. Made, made no huh. sense. I think it was, uh, I want to say Wisconsin, but that's wrong. Are they not allowed to win both awards or something? No, it was a the so the a goalie won MVP, but a different different goalie won goalie of the year. So the so a goalie won best player in college hockey. Yeah, and a and a different goalie won goalie of the year. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, were they not allowed to win both? Like, oh no, uh, like are they? You, you know what I mean? I I would think no. I think you can win both. Like, if you weren't allowed huh. to win both, they wouldn't let a goalie win the the MVP award. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Minnesota State. Star goalie Drayden McKay wins Hobie Baker Award. Say anything about uh, Devin Levi? Ryan Miller was the last goalie to win the Holy Hobie Baker Award. Yeah, Devin Levi, Northeastern, won the Mike Richter Award. So this one's only been awarded since 2014. He set an NCAA record. This kid set a record with 34 wins, or 37 wins and 34 shutouts this season. And yet Devin Levi somehow won goalie of the year. He finished second in goals against average, third in save percentage. How is that? How does someone else win a goalie of the year when this guy's got 37 wins and 34 shutouts? 34 shutouts. Yeah. And he didn't even have the best goals against or save percentage? His goals against was 1.28 and third in save percentage, 934. Holy shit. 1.28 is insane for a goals against average. And I same with 934. Well, he fuck? had 34 shutouts, so yeah. And how many games did he play? Well, they said he had 38 wins. Now i got to check out his stats. So Devin Levi had 32 games. He had 21 wins, 10 losses, 1 OT loss. He had a goals against of 154 and a 952 save percentage. A 952 save percentage? Yeah. And what was his uh, goals against average? 154. So his goals against average was a bit higher, but his save percentage was better. Yeah, so this so guy he, played. Okay, so this thing says he's played forty-three games now. His hockey DB stats. I don't know if that's including playoffs or not, but forty-three games, one thirty-one goals against average, nine thirty-one save percentage. So I'm thinking Northeastern wasn't a very good team. They didn't even make the playoffs. So maybe he was just unbelievable on a bad team, and that's why he won goalie of the year. Oh, see that guy. Never mind. That guy had that those stats all fucked up. He had, he has thirty four shutouts in his time with Minnesota State. He only had Not ten in the shutouts season. this year. Oh, okay. Ten Fuck. shutouts is still fucking good. 
Well, no, I'm not saying it's not. But yeah, like for him to for him to have a, a goals against a 154 with 34 shutouts or 120 yeah. with 54 shutouts, like he would have had to allow like 10 goals a game in the other. In the other games that he didn't get shutouts and their team still won. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's why I was like, these numbers don't seem right. I don't know how many shutouts uh, Levi have. He had 10 shutouts also. There you go. All right, what else happened in hockey? Did you guys see that dangle by Freddie Anderson last night? Yeah, I did. Austin Matthews. It had kind of Patrick Waugh feel to it. Yeah, kind of. But it's just funny always watching the goalies trek to the bench and the puck just ends up on their stick. And, like, <laughs> that was just that was just hilarious because, like, he was just skating and the defenseman lost it and they would have got recovered by the other team. He just picks it up, keeps going, and then as he gets to the red line, do they get a penalty if they cross the red line? Is that the rule? Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. If they cross the red line, holding the puck. So right before he gets to the red line, he just dump pass back to his own zone and – such a stupid rule, though. Like, just let the goalie lead the rush for once. Come on. Right. Let him, let him, let him score let him a goal. The rush. Fuck it. Yeah. Let him go all the way on the breakaway. I'm with you on that. Like, soccer, soccer, yeah. the goalie can go. He, he's still the only guy that's wearing the pads and can cover the puck. So if he's up there, then there's nobody back in the other the other end. Yeah, like, if you want to stick your forward back there, wear one in the chicklets, like, okay, but... Yeah, like, you can pull, you can pull, crease, you can pull your goalie to get an extra attacker that can go in the offensive zone. Yeah. But you, your goalie can't go in the offensive zone. Yeah. It's just, and, like, honestly, how often is your goalie ever going to go in the offensive zone? Like, that's basically the one time that you'll ever see a goalie get a puck, like, is when he's skating to the bench for the extra attacker. The, the extra attacker and, on yeah, a delayed and the puck lands and it lands on his stick. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, it, it's one period of game where that goalie is going to make that skate because he's got to go to the far bend. Like, yeah. He's got to skate that far to get the extra attacker for a delayed penalty. Yeah. Getting Malkin, four-game suspension. Cross-checked somebody in the face. Mark yep. Borbietsky or whatever Borbiecki, his name yeah. is. After he slashed Borbietsky's stick and broke it. Broke it, I think, too. <laughs> yeah. I think it's well worth it. Four games, well yep. worth it. How about um, Ryan Hartman? Got sus- got fined the max for uh, flipping the bird to uh, Evander Kane. And then Evander Kane's ex-wife gave him money for the fine. Seriously? Yeah. That'd be fucking hilarious if she actually did. She did. There's a tweet. I heard on uh, I heard on the radio today that um, somebody tweeted out his Venmo account, and uh, Wild fans were just lighting it up. Like they said, he's gonna he's gonna make money off of this if he wants to. He's gonna make money off getting fined today. <laughs> wow. Because yeah. uh, uh, just for giving the bird though, like I feel like that's something that usually happens. Uh, it's, yeah, but it's you got to find them. Like, I don't, I don't think there's any way that that meme is going to live forever. As you know, just giving the fucking bird, um, <laughs> and like, it, it, like I'm pretty sure the NHL marketing team isn't going to want that as like the, you know, the gold standard image that's going around, and that's going to live forever. It's going to be one of those ones that that doesn't die, right? So. Anybody who tweets Minnesota Wild, Minnesota Wild is just that's going to be the, the tweet is Hartman doing this whenever you chirp a Minnesota Wild fan going forward. It's going to be Hartman. <laughs> yeah, but who else did that? Did they ever get fined? Was that Ferentz uh, who did that to the Haz fans? Like with his glove on still, he gave the finger basically. And he... uh, I'm sure he did. It's yeah, been a long time changed. since Ferentz played for uh, for Boston. So, anyways, yeah, she gave two hundred dollars to Ryan Hartman for. To help cover the fine. For giving her ex-husband the finger? Yeah. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, did you see the comments, though? It was something like Hartman said something like, 
you know, all all five of our guys jumped in because for the because that you know because he's a scumbag kind of thing, and none of his teammates st- uh, came in to help him kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know the exact quote, but that, that was kind of the baseline, and he he responded like. So it took five of you guys to, to take me on or something like that. Like, you know, tough guy language. Like, yeah. You know, I, I don't think he's doing himself any favors. Like, he should just be like, next question. <laughs> like, I don't know. I wonder if people in Edmonton, if the players in Edmonton like Kane. You got to like the ha- like like him to have him on your team. He's doing what he's got to do up there. He's fucking making hits. He's putting up points. He's being the pest. You like having a pest on your team. I think you like having a pest if the pest is a decent person off the ice and just a pest on the ice. Like I'm sure Marchant, like Marchant is a pest, like, but he's like beloved and I think he's not a bad human being. Ryan Reeves is a pest, um, but I think he's a, a decent human being. I don't okay, know what about that, Sean it, Avery? Uh, I don't know. I read, exactly. Avery's, I, I read Shane. I don't know Sean Avery. I don't know. I read his book. I like. I had more respect for him after reading his book. But he uh, he's one of those guys that I don't know. It's what what do your teammates think of him? And I, I think Avery has a lot of teammates that liked him. I'm pretty sure he had a, a number that didn't. So you know, I don't know. But I think that's the same thing with Evander Kane. I think some guys like him and some guys don't. He must have he must have a few guys in Edmonton that like him. I think there's less guys that like him than don't. Like and that's probably like he, a. I don't know. Again, we're we're not in that room, but at the same, like, he just seems like you know everything you hear about the guy, he's just like such a scumbag. Like, I don't know, my personal opinion. He is definitely he's, not friend of the show. No, why not? I might be friends with him. Well, you you do associate with scumbags, so and so do you. <laughs> through you. <laughs> no, no, through you. <laughs> I don't associate with any scumbags. Yeah, you do. You'd be quiet over there, Jones. You are a scumbag, Jones. Probably. That's why you didn't show up last week. Because I was scumbagging it? Yep. But yeah, like, I I don't know. He just doesn't seem like he gets it. And, you know, you, you never hear any good stories about Evander Kane. Yeah, like, not even, you know, you hear all the stuff that was going on with his COVID stuff, right? Even if that and wasn't then, his fault, like, yeah. it's still not an endearing story or anything like that. You don't, you don't see him like, like I'll give Kudo one. So that you see that like at the leaf game last weekend, Suzuki throws a puck over the glass to a kid, hums it at him, fucking breaks the guy's lip. Kids, kids crying in the stands, but at least Suzuki goes and gives him a stick before he flips him off and, uh, and tells him to get out of here. Fuck Uh, you. He did. No, no. They're in Toronto for fuck's sake. I just, I'm just joking. But so Suzuki throws a puck over the glass. Kid misses it, hits him in the face, busts his lip open. Yeah, Suzuki feels bad. bad. He, you know, he's like brings him over, gives him a stick, and then I guess the the Leaf, uh, I'll call it arena arena attendants said, you can't can't stay with the stick. Like you have to give the stick up. And so they just left the game, I guess. And yeah, because so the kid's the, like, "I'm not giving up this stick. Fuck you." No, I, I'm sure they would. Che- I'm sure they would have checked it or something, but I'm, I'm. They probably didn't explain it properly, and so. Yeah, like that's the stupidest rule ever because the amount of times you see people get sticks from players. Yeah, it's usually, usually after the game, but well, sometimes before, but before that happens, yeah. You would think that there's something in place of like, okay. You got this stick from the guy. We'll take it here. 
you can come pick it up after the game here's like give us some of your information like your debt here's yeah uh, or, give me your or give you know them I mean? an, like give them an in and out pass or something to go yeah. and drop it in the car and come back like yeah yeah it makes no sense uh but yeah. anyway it sounds like the canadians are going to be taking care of that kid and his uh his dad or his family or whatever i'm getting them down to a, a game this weekend yeah saturday they're going to the game but yeah I, I, my point was that you don't see evander kane in any i've never seen a social media of evander kane giving a puck or you know doing any of that stuff like not i don't know how many people are asking evander kane for pucks but you know i don't i just don't think he's going out of his way to make good publicity for himself when he could really use good publicity for himself. Does that make sense? I agree. I I think it makes sense. I think he's still making bad publicity for himself by his comments than, than doing anything yeah. proper. Kane's old GM, Doug Wilson, uh, stepping down as GM of the San Jose Sharks. Is, did he already step down or is he going to end of season? I think it's end of season, but yeah, I you can't. They could be at the end of the season. Fully been, what, 19 seasons with the team or 19, like yeah, he was 19 seasons with the team where did i see it he's been their only gm hasn't he i don't know about only gm he's been a long <laughs> survey i think they came into the league in like the early 90s but yeah he took over was... in early 2000s i think yeah. maybe even late 90s it just says he announced today that he he is stepping down from his role as general manager yeah, i guess he the wasn't Sharks. the first gm of the team but he's been there fucking long enough holy shoot 19 it's years a long time yeah, yeah, they had their best years with him. They're in a rebuild. I think they got it, you know, some good pieces there, but they've also got some bad contracts. So we'll see what what happens with that team. Have Hi, you Chang. had your coach that long, Kudo? What's that? I said, have you had your coach that long? Nineteen seasons? No, no, no. So what's that got to do with it? I was just wondering if you had your coach for as long as Wilson's been with no, the Sharks. If I have a coach that fucking long, it's going to be like, see you later, bud. Get a new one. You're not allow anyone to sit on it. <laughs> the logic's there. Vegas juggling the cap. I think they put five guys on LTIR yesterday to uh, allow them to bring back uh, Mark Stone. Is that the number, Jones? Five. Uh, it was. It was Nolan Patrick, Brassois. Who else was it? William Carrier, Nolan Patrick, and Laurent Brassois have all been added to LTIR to make cap for Mark Stone. I feel like it's got to be more than that, though. Their contracts can't add up to like nineteen million dollars. Mark Stone's worth. Stone's worth seven, I think. They probably have a little bit already in just accumulated space from him being on the LTIR. Outdoor game next year, Winter Classic, Bruins, Penguins, Fenway Park. You going, Kudo? I'm not surprised. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to, but I know somebody that's going to want to. Outdoor games are fun. They're cold. I'm not surprised with the two teams, though, considering wasn't the was a Fenway Sports Group or some shit just purchased the pe- the Penguins? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to have the Bruins and Pens play at Fenway. Whose home game is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you figure it'd be Boston's, but it could be Pittsburgh's. Who knows? Yeah, I think that's you know a good matchup. It's a little you know geogra- geographic. They're not too far apart. You know, two teams that have had a good run here the last 10 years. I think it, uh, you know, I think it, it makes sense. Color scheme is going to be a little difficult for these jerseys when they're they're wearing the, the same colors, but uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh's sure. going to wear their blues. Are they? They're going to wear the color. blue ones? That's my 
That's my guess. Just like they did with Buffalo. No, they'll do something different. The Bruins should actually wear like the Red Sox colors. They should make like a Red Sox looking hockey jersey and just rock those, and then have like uh, the Pens wear like a, the Pirates jersey or some shit. Like I think what that'd be kind of cool. Are they playing hockey or baseball? A little bit of both. A little soccer baseball. Okay. A little soccer baseball. <laughs> Play some hockey baseball in there. I don't know. Baseball hockey, whatever way you want to do it. Make it happen. Yeah. There's no nets. They just run the bases. They skate the bases all game. Sure. <laughs> you shoot one over the, the green monster. It's a, it's a home run. It's a hat trick. Yeah, hat trick. Three goals. <laughs> Three goals. Three goals. Have they played an outdoor game at, at Fenway already? Yes, they have. I feel like they have. This this will be the second one. The first one was against Philly, two thousand and five, two thousand six, maybe. Like when Mike Richards was still with the Flyers. Yeah, and Jeff Carter. Yeah, that was probably like second Winter Classic. I'm guessing. Yeah, I third. The first one was the Pens uh, Sabers. Yeah. No, no, no. The original Winter Classic was actually Habs and Edmonton. That, that wasn't was a Winter Classic. classic. It was a Winter Classic, but then they changed the name. No, they no. called it the Heritage Classic. Heritage Classic. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, just because you think you know everything. Bullshit. I do know everything. Fuck you. First Winter Classic was in 2008. Really? Fuck, my yeah. years are off. I remember because I was in college. It's 2008, really? Wow. Yeah. Fuck, I'm dumb. 2008, Ralph, Ralph Wilson Stadium between the Pens and Sabres. 2009... Wrigley Field between the Red Wings and Blackhawks. 2010 was the Flyers and Bruins. There you go, 2010. Fuck. I was way off with my years. I was five years off, basically, or four years I off. I could keep going if you wanted, but... No, it's fine. So this is going to be, what, Pittsburgh's, like, sixth outdoor game? Pittsburgh Probably. has played uh, the Sabres. They've played the Capitals. That's it in the Winter Classic. They've okay, so maybe, maybe outdoor games they've played, like, at least six. Because they also had, then what are the other ones called? Not the Heritage Classic, the Outdoor the stadium. Series. Stadium, stadium Series. Stadium Series. Jones, your cat just jumped like 10 feet over your head there. Yeah, big leap, eh? See that? She's got her going down. All right, any more hockey talk? I nah, got nothing. Over. Let's All get right. on the stuff. Get into the stuff. I like it. Masters. Scotty Scheffler. I picked him. No wins in his first 75 tournaments. Four wins in his last seven tournaments. Number one player in the world. Wins the Masters by four strokes. Three strokes? Three I don't know, strokes. like nine put at the 18th green, eh? I saw that. It's like if he had a three, if he had a like two-shot lead, do you think he could have got it in the hole and won? In, in one putt? Like if he needed to one, one or two putt it. Like do you think he could have, do you think he could have done it? <laughs> Maybe. He still won by three strokes. Yeah. But yeah. Scotty Scheffler finished first. Rory McIlroy filed a scintillating 64 on Sunday, complete with a chip in from the sand for birdie on 18. He finished in second. Um, Shane Lowry and Cam Smith finished in a tie for third. Colin Morikawa finished fifth. And then uh, Will Zalatoris and Canadian Cord Connors finished in a tie for sixth place. We had some really shitty picks um, from Jones. Uh, it's okay. You guys fucking... Neither one of you would have been able to make your picks without my list of players. Fuck you. Especially yeah, we would have. Kudo. Fuck you. Kudo probably didn't even know who Scotty Scheffler was. I didn't even look was. at your list. Yeah, I did. 
I wanted I wanted Sam Burns and Taylor Gooch, but we had to keep them for you. So I wanted Corey Connors, but Haas took. Oh him. yeah, you just had to keep, you just had to keep them for me. Eh? <laughs> they were too high yeah. on your list for us to take. We we're just trying to be yeah. gentlemen. Yeah, they they were like number. I, my fucking my top twelve guys all finished in like the top, except for Sam Burns. I think the top twelve guys on my list finished in the top like twenty, and I get one of them. <laughs> Well, maybe you should show up next time. You know what's funny, what you too? Get for I, draft? I, I was thinking that we each had 15 players and not 15 players drafted total. So, I mean, you sent me that list of 45 yeah. golfers. You sent me yeah, exactly. I, I'm like, I'm like, why does he want a list of, like, 45 golfers? I'm like, we draft, like, 16. Like, there's, like, we draft, like, six players. So, I'm, like, going through the list. And then, finally, I, like, I get, I get my first, like, top – little bit that i was like okay these guys are like good picks and then i'm putting in some sleeper picks and then i'm like the fuck does he need all these picks for i don't even know who's playing so then I, just, I went on to the master's website i copied and pasted the rest of the field and just threw it on a list and sent it to you like, there's, there's only i think the field was like 90 or something like that yeah, exactly. the field's 91 i send you a list of 58 golfers <laughs> And then I look at your picks. I'm like, oh, I see what they did here. Kudo gets one. Oscar gets two and three. Kudo gets four and five. I'm like, you just timed out. We put you on the clock. Yeah. Yeah, you're not there. You don't get the fucking pick. Yeah, you guys fucking. You could have showed up just to do the fucking draft, but you decide not to. So that's on you. If you heard the way I was coughing, I couldn't even. I had to sleep sitting up because anytime I laid. (coughs) Oh, like now. Anytime I laid down more than like on a 45 degree angle it was like cough central and i was in bed like fucking sweating like a goddamn pig well you are a pig yeah but yes i was i looked at this thing i was like i see what the fuck like i'm looking at i'm like couldn't even give me one of my like top five but maybe you did maybe you gave me justin thomas or something like that you let him slide through the cracks yep yeah we knew he was was shocked because that's like a kudo go-to Ah, no, I'm, I was trying to change it up. Yeah. There's too with, many other good names up at the top that he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> he went, too, I didn't even look at your fucking list. Too many good names he, on my list that he wanted. Jones, if you had to listen to last week's pod, he Kudo makes a pick and he's like, ooh, that's a Jones pick. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I took Johnny Rom, knowing he's like, oh, this is Jones guy. And then I took somebody else. I was like, oh, this is John definitely Rom Jones and Cam, guy. Cam, Cam Smith were your yeah, two like, guys for pissed, sure. But whatever. Cam Smith. John Rom, Kudo takes fucking Scotty Scheffler with his eighth pick. Yeah. The guy's been the best player the last, like, month and a half, and you picked him eighth. Well, because it's not technically eighth. No, it was eighth. worked out with eighth, yeah. But I was going with Rom first, of course. It was his yeah, fourth. Yeah, was, it was your fourth pick, but it was the yeah. eighth pick overall. What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, he was still there, so I took him. What's wrong with that? It happens. You probably didn't even know who he was. Yeah, I did. You fucking asshole. Because I wanted to pick him last time, but like Haas uh, took him or some shit. Or you did. Uh, I didn't. I didn't take him. And here's my my because he's won so much in the last few tournaments that he's played. I fear there's no way those guys that are on a hot streak they never they never win like five tournaments in a row. And he's so been I'm doing like, it. Oh, he's not going to win. That's like my I last pick with Rory. That. And look how Rory. I Rory ended up fucking second. Yeah, Rory McIlroy was like. Fifth on my list of players to draft. Yeah, and I took him on my second <laughs> player. You, you took him twelfth. 
Yeah? He was my sixth player. Hoss had the chance to take him. Why are you chirping tripp- me? Hoss had a chance to take him. He didn't, so I fucking took him. Uh, I just laughed because you. I was trying definitely... to. I was trying to lead him, leave him for you, Jones. I actually had him penciled in right below Justin Thomas because I started filling yours out as Kudo was making his last pick, and then he he swiped uh, Rory, so I had to delete him. <laughs> I was like, I just looked at the list. I'm like, whatever. I'm like, at least it's not for money. Well, maybe fucking show up and draft. So and that, then take your fucking. So then you, didn't, you didn't listen. You didn't listen. We said the loser had to pay my beer tab to Kudo. That was the stipulation no. we put on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah where's my two cases of beer, man? I'm still waiting on those for fuck's sakes. You never come over. I drink fuck them every you. week. Send me the fucking money for them then. No. Oh, I don't do that anymore. I did that once. I didn't get any of those beers. Fuck so you. I want, I want an invite. He wants to sit on your goddamn couch, play your PS5, and feel like he's wanted. Well, he can come over as long as he brings the beers and the gummies. And the gummies now. <laughs> this is one of yours, Kudo. Yeah, it is a Miller Lite. I'll take those. You're only going to figure it, Kudo. Yeah, of course. Going back to work. Got to watch that figure. Got to lose the LBs that I put on. Kudo's team had uh, uh, first place Scotty Scheffler, second place Rory McIlroy, tied for third place Cam Smith. Uh, he also had tie 27th John Rom, tie 39 Patrick Cantlay. And 47th place, Tiger Woods. Tiger Tiger Didn't even have a guy miss the cut. Like, that's not, he didn't. That is not a kudo golf picks right there. Let me tell you. That is. Fuck you. Well, I'm jealous because I actually made some decent picks this time. Yeah. Wait, can we go back to the players' championship for a second? How many guys did you have make the cut? Yeah, fuck you. Tiger Woods wasn't playing. Yeah. He had two. He had one player that did not start. (laughs) He withdrew withdrew or something, wasn't it? Yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah, but Kudo's just the all expert golf guy now. You were you were into Kudo. You wear that green jacket with pride. Yeah, fuck you guys. What do you? I just fucking supported you. Why are you fucking lumping me with him for? Thanks, Haas. Fuck you, Jones. Yeah, you won by uh, eighteen strokes over me, and by fifty-three strokes over Jones. <laughs> what can I say? I wasn't meant to be. Yeah, maybe show up. Speaking of not meant to be, I, I noted this down just because I thought it was so funny. 63-year-old Larry Mize, former champion, playing in his final uh, Masters tournament. He's uh, He said this is going to be his last one. He was averaging 230 yards off the tee this weekend. He missed the cut, uh, but he still managed to finish ahead of Bryson DeChambeau, who is at least 30 years younger than him, averaged 310 yards off the tee, and is the same guy who two years ago – said that uh, Augusta is a par 67 course for him. I don't think he's broken par. I don't think he's, he's, I don't think he's shot par at his course since he said that. No, I don't think so either. He fucked himself over saying that. I don't know if he's even made the cut. <laughs> I think he's missed the cut a couple of years in a row. And even that tournament, I don't think he broke 67, the one that he said it. That's a kudo guy right there. Bracing the shampoo. No, it's not. I don't pick him anymore. Guy's turning himself into a fucking clown. He's always been a fucking clown. If you knew anything about golf, you'd know he was always been a fucking clown. Yeah, but you always picked him. Yeah, because you know, you he just fucking played. honked his red nose all those times, and then you just, and then you realize, oh, I'm honking the, a clown's nose. It's not funny. <laughs> it is funny. He wears those stupid hats. That's why it's funny. Yeah, those big red shoes. He doesn't wear those hats anymore. P.S. He doesn't wear those hats anymore. Pretty sure he's gone to a strict golf hat. Now. Yeah, right. Bullshit. 
I would think he's still wearing those fucking stupid Puma hats or whatever they're whatever they're called. All right, let's get into some. Basketball playoffs. Have you guys watched any of the, the play-in games? Any thoughts? So I'm watching right now because I want my builder to hit, but it's not going to hit. So Why not? Because uh, the one guy I got to get over nine and a half points has got zero points. Who's that? I don't know. Some guy Rob said. <laughs> got you. Yeah. I need fucking Pirtle to start bringing down some boards, though. Valanciunas well, is doing his job. He just needs to hit a three-pointer. McCollum's doing okay. He needs to hit another three-pointer. I'm I've got all green check marks except for the guy that's got zero points. So I have zero green check marks at this point. But there's still game to be played. Actually, CJ McCollum's points are are green check mark for me. He's over. Need need Pirtle though. Need Pirtle to start dominating the glass. All right, you guys want to make some picks? You want to know what the matchups are? I know you haven't been following. I like to make picks. I don't even know who's playing, who's good. So but we're good to go. All right. So in the East, number one seed Miami Heat will take on the winner of the final play-in game, which will be between the Hawks, Hawks, Atlanta Hawks, and the team that Brooklyn lost to or beat yesterday, Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. Hawks and Cleveland versus Miami. Kudo. Who do you like? Uh, Miami. Jones. Miami. I got Miami as well. Then we got Boston Celtics, Brooklyn Nets. Celtics. This is for Carly. Fuck you, Carly. Ha! <laughs> Don't mean it, but Nets. All right, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Celtics as well. Bucks and Bulls. Uh, give me the Bulls. Is the freak playing or is he hurt? I think he's playing, but I don't know for sure. I'll take the Greek freak, the Bucks. I'm going to ride the Bucks as well. Uh, and then we got the Sixers and Raptors. 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 Sixers are going to choke. I'm going to take the Raps also. It's going to be a good series. Shaq picked the fucking 76ers to sweep, so I feel like taking the Raps, we got a good chance. West, we have Phoenix versus the play-in winner, which will be... The winner of tonight's game between the Spurs and the Pelicans. Pelicans, Pelicans are winning right be, now. They will be taking on the Clippers. I'm going to go with the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I'm going with the Suns. I don't think Kawhi is going to be back, so I'm going to take the Suns as well. Memphis versus Minnesota. Two versus seven. The Grizzly. Timberwolves. I'm going to take the Grizz as well. Warriors versus Nuggets. Jones, you got to take them. I got to take the Nuggies. Yeah, you got to. Emmett's Nuggets. I'm taking Golden State. Uh, I'm going to take the Warriors as well. And then we got the Mavs and the Jazz. I got to take the Jazz because I feel like I took them preseason or something. (laughs) I don't think we did preseason because we said we know nothing about basketball. (laughs) Yeah, but I think we threw out a name or something or a team or something, I thought. Last year. Was it last year? No. Uh, I'm going to go with the Mavs just because Kudo sucks. Fuck you. Don't let me come really kick torn. your ass. I'm really torn. I want the Jazz, but I also don't want to agree with Kudo. So 
know, I guess. Well, we, you agreed on me but, with some other ones. I know. But the Warriors and uh, the Bucks. I didn't feel I was going out on a limb too far with you there. Oh, okay. Going Rudy Gobert. Rudy. 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 This isn't football. Oh. Well, I've already I already typed it in, so it's it's okay. Cool. So those are our picks. That's it. Kudo, did you write them down? No, Haas wrote them down for me. Okay, I just want to make sure if you got them in your notebook or not. That's all. No, I don't. I can show you my notebook. There's nothing about NBA picks. It's okay. Mrs. Carly Hart. What? I was just making a joke. What's a? Oh, I got it. The the, the wedding singer is Mrs. Robbie Hart. Yeah, gotcha. USFL kicks off this week. Um, they gave some uh, some of the updated rules. One thing that seems very interesting, I hope I hope it pans out, is uh, they're going to be using first down technology instead of bringing out the fucking chains every time and delaying <laughs> the game to fucking get the measurement. They're gonna they have some sort of like Hawkeye measurement system. I'm, I'm looking forward to to seeing how that works, and hopefully the NFL can figure out how to fucking put that in play and be able to give a measurement before every play without having to bring out the fucking chains and wasting 10 minutes of our time. Yeah, but I think the NFL likes seeing two guys out of shape running with the chains. <laughs> the chain gang. <laughs> what are they going to do? They're not going to have a job anymore. Yeah. Well, they'll have the same job. They'll just have to stake the fucking <laughs> the fucking chains on the sideline and move it 10 yards or 20 yards down the field every time they have to just reset instead of having to fucking run out a bunch oh, of Oh no, idiots. I love the chain gang. They're hilarious. XFL announced they've got they made some coaches, I guess, for their comeback yep. next year. So they're coming back for the 2023 season. Saw some of the names, some pretty big names from former NFL coaches that I guess are going to be now NFL minor league coaches because I think that's kind of the goal that the Rock is putting in place with the XFL is that they kind of become the the minor league for the for the NFL. Uh, so we got what, Wade Phillips, yeah, Rod Woodson, Heinz Ward. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't Heinz Ward there? Like, I didn't know he was a coach. Well, it's a feeder, so you got to get you got to you know have some success in the in the minors, and then you can get your. You know, when the Steelers are ready to get rid of Mike Tomlin, then, uh, you know, Heinz Ward's ready to go. Yeah, I guess so. Who else we got, Jones? Jim Haslett. Okay. Coached your Titans, I think. Linebackers coach, anyways, with the Titans. Bob Stoops. Oh, that's he's a college coach. Nebraska, Oklahoma. I think. Okay, Oklahoma. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, Rod Woodson, Heinz Ward, Reggie Barlow. Don't know that name. He was a former NFL wide receiver. Six seasons, Virginia State head coach. Hmm. Terrell Buckley is a former Super Bowl quarter or, uh, champion cornerback. And Anthony Betchett played tight end in the NFL for 11 years. Well, good luck to those guys. Good luck to The Rock. I'd like to see The Rock succeed. Are they going to have an actual coin toss or are they still going to do that fucking race? I don't know. That race was unbelievable. That was the best part of the game. I feel like they're going to be trying to be more like actual football rules. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that those guys on that coin toss like got injured like every week. <laughs> Whatever guy yeah. they put on that, that coin toss got injured every week. We did have some sad news, football-related. Former 
first round pick of the Washington football team was playing with the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ohio State quarterback. Uh, Dwayne Haskins was killed in a accident in Florida where he, I guess he was, I don't know, whether he was trying to cross the highway or was running on the side of the highway. I'm, I'm kind of unclear on, but he was hit by like a, a dump truck, it sounds like. Apparently what happened was he, his car got a flat and he was running down the side of the highway to get somewhere to help with his car problems. And that's when he got hit. So so he got hit while he was running on the side of the road. I think so, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You know, it that's sounds why like... there's the signs on the highway. Don't ride your bike. Don't run on the highways. Yeah, but he's on the but... side of the road. Like, you think he'd be okay over there. No, you think. Yeah. I'm... It's like walking down not... the sidewalk. You think you're okay on the sidewalk, but. People get hit on the sidewalk. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It was also, you know, time of day, too. Or I think it was early in the morning, so the sun may not have been out yet. It probably wasn't. Wearing reflective or, or the sun's in that spot, you know, when the sun sometimes yeah. is in that fucking spot, and you just yeah, can't rising see and, shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it gets me like coming off my street in the mornings many times, taking my daughter to daycare. Yeah, yeah, I get you that. Know, tragic, tragic accident. You know, I think it sounds like he was, you know, doing very well with the team and was turning his life around. He had some issues in in Washington, but it seemed like, by all accounts great guy kind of getting on the right track and yeah unfortunate for sure yeah very unfortunate all right well i don't know how to transition to survivor from there but that's what we're gonna try and do here jones have been watching a little bit i've been watching a little bit okay i recapped last week about the one of the best episodes ever and uh how uh jonathan was single-handedly were that one competition that he totally demolished where they had to pull the other teams out of the water and he had, yeah. he had already won it for his tribe. So, you know, I told everybody about that one. Then we had the, the week after that. So now we're on, uh, I don't really even remember last week's episode too much. Wasn't the only thing that really happened in last week's episode was they found the, the idols and they all activated the idols. Yeah. All the idols have been found last week was when Daniel went home. Correct. Yeah. So he went, so Green lost. Daniel sits out every every comp that he doesn't have to compete in because of this shoulder injury he got in the very first competition. Yeah, but his tribe was like, you know, starting to get like they're like, guy can't compete in any challenges, but he can go spear fishing for like two hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so they decided that he was the the weak link, which like I get. Yeah. Kind of the weak link, like you can't do anything. So obviously you're the weak link. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, he's not willing to try in the competitions, but he's willing to go like spear fishing for for hours at a time. Like I get it. He's probably thinking that he's trying to he's helping out around the camp and you know putting his energy into. But at the same time, you know they're going to tribal because you know they have weak people on the tribe or they're not you know able to yeah, win. Like- they have to keep weak people. You know, and he's just volunteering to sit out every competition. Like, it, I don't know. I think we're getting to emerge this week, though. So we'll see how. You got, that you got to think out. that there was some stuff he could have done in the competitions, right? Like in some of those competitions, there's got to be something that he could have done with his shoulder. Like even the puzzles. Like you don't need your even shoulder. Like swimming, like yeah. swimming. Like you're not. You know, you're. I, it, they left him in the game, so it's not like he's risking coming out on everything, but. 
you know, I'm sure he couldn't carry the, that ladder like Daniel had or like um, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan did that one competition. Yeah. But, you know, if he's just – if he just has to swim or jump off, like the one competition they had to sit in a boat and then climb up and jump off a thing to – you know, I'm sure he – you know, there was aspects yeah. of that challenge he could have done. Um, I, I guess they don't know exactly what the challenge is going to be when they have to pick someone to sit out, but – I'm sure they can also look around when they get there and say, "Oh, well, it's a swimming competition. I think, uh, I think you yeah. can do this one." You know, <laughs> like we're not pulling something 300 pounds or whatever. You know what I mean? Like we're not. Yeah, it's not. It's not on the beach, and they're not having to dig through shit and whatever, right? Like, it's... yeah, like they can see what they're what they're looking at when they get there. <laughs> so, whatever. My team lost another guy. Fuck you guys. I got three left. Probably going to be the final three. Probably, yeah. It could happen. Jones only lost one. Kudos lost two. The odds are now in my favor, though. So, oh, my team will go out probably one after another after another in about any time now. Yeah, probably. Although you got some, you got some people that could win. Yeah, we'll see. I think Omar has a good chance. Kudos. Maybe. There's no way Jonathan's winning this game. As soon as he doesn't win an immunity, he's getting voted out. Especially once they've they merged. Oh, because he's a beast. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. There's no way they leave him in the game. Yeah, I don't even know who Lindsay is. She the blonde girl in the blue I tribe. I remember. I, th- I think she's on the same tribe as Jonathan. To be honest. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Uh, I'm looking forward to Kudos Big Brother recap though. Now though, so. No, Jones got to do it. He wasn't here. No, you could. Uh, we we left it off. Kudo, I'm caught up. You could tell me about the the chain of safety. Oh fuck, that stupid thing. Oh, that was so stupid. It, it wasn't. It wasn't though, because it made them kind of. They had to be strategic. Like I think. Well, so so we left off double eviction. The first person voted out that night was I don't even fucking know. Can't remember. Wasn't it uh, Tanisha? Yeah, yeah. Tanisha yeah, was. voted out. And then they did this. So then it was double eviction. So Moose won the competition. They had a, a competition. He became like the, not the head of household, but he was safe. And then he had to start the chain of safety. So basically he picked one person, that person then picked another person and they started a chain until there was only three, three. people left. Yep. And then those three people competed in a, in a safety competition. The final two were put on the block. So, it started with Moose. He picked Herman. Herman then picked Betty, I want to say. Betty picked Summer. Summer picked Kevin. And then Kevin picked Marty. And Marty picked Helena. I think it's something, how it Yeah. Went. It was some. I might have missed, like missed somebody you, earlier on. But... Did you miss Josh? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Josh was. No, Herman picked Josh. Josh picked Betty. And then. But I think everybody else. And then the bottom three were Marty, or no, were um, Gino, Jess, and JC Lynn. JC Lynn. Um, but it, it, it kind of made people show their cards, like who they were most aligned with, like who they were protecting. Like I'm, I'm sure the people in the house knew a little bit, but and that but Kevin was kind of strategic. He picked Marty, and you know, he, he said in his analysis that you know he he didn't want to call out his Alliance. He's got this ghost alliance with um, Helena, who's his number one, and then the two of them have a, a number of sub alliances. So he, he picked Marty, and then thinking that Marty's had issues with Gino in the past, so he probably wouldn't pick Gino. 
wouldn't pick Jess and that he would probably save Helena because they were getting close. So, and he did that. So it, it worked out for him. Uh, so they went to the next competition and they had to basically sort balls into tubes, like colored balls into tubes. And it was just, you know, I don't know. JC Lynn ended up winning it. Yep. Jess, Jess was close, but she ended up putting a, a wrong color ball in one of her tubes. So she had to dump her whole thing and start over. And I, I think they told her like three or four times, like, remember, you can't put white ball in with your colored balls. And she just kept going like. Yeah, well, th- I, I think they were trying to tell her without telling her kind of thing. Like yeah. they wanted, they didn't. I, I think it was basically like if she stayed, they wanted to be like, oh, yeah, we we're trying to tell you, you know, but they didn't want to yeah. like. Say, yeah. Jess, you got a white ball kind of thing, and then piss off the other two kind of because the, the showmance was there. Yeah. So, anyways, JC Lynn won. So it ended up being Gino and uh, Jess on the block. And then it was supposed to be a pretty easy vote that uh, Jess would go. But right before the vote, it seems like Josh and Betty started talking with Kevin about the possibility of backdoor and Gino. Kevin brought in Helena and Marty. And the five of them agreed to to backdoor Gino. Yep. Um, so the, as the vote was going, I think Marty was kind of like sick to his stomach because he's already turned on Gino once and then they made amends and, and then he was going to have to do it again. So Betty panicked and thought, there's no way he's going to do it. Let's, let's call it off. So Betty and Josh called it off, but they didn't tell anyone. So Marty went in and voted for Gino to go and Helena voted for Gino to go. Um, and then Betty, Josh, and Kevin all voted for uh, just to go. So it was like a seven to two instead of a nine nothing or whatever the numbers would have been. Yeah, because Josh, Betty, and Kevin were sitting on the one couch, like on the one side of the couch. Yeah. And Marty and Helena were on the other side. So like, it's not like they could yell saying, "Hey, we're switching our vote to those two, right?" Mm-hmm. So she just kept thinking, like, "Oh, he's not going to vote Gino." So, so, or just she was stupid, but whatever. I'm starting not to like Betty, or <laughs> I don't like Betty in this game. Yeah, and then so then Marty got the collateral damage because um, after the vote, because Gino was looking for her, they lied at the onset. Gino, uh, Marty then won HOH, and then he came clean to Gino and basically said, "You can have my HOH. I'll put up who you want." Uh, Gino said, "I want you to put up Moose and Josh." Uh, Marty thought that basically. Kevin's kind of slid under the radar in this whole thing, and and Marty just basically thought Josh and uh, Josh Betty. and Betty set him up. Like they they yep. told him that they weren't gonna like they they told him to do it, knowing that he would do it, and then and then bail just to make him look bad. Um, so he was pissed. So he put Josh and Betty on the block. Um, Kevin then won the veto in a competition. It should have been Gino that won, but Gino couldn't spell nominees. And then yeah. Kevin ended up spelling nominees. He totally um, fucked it up. I'm going to say, I'm, you know, I don't know what Gino's like schooling background is, but the fact that he speaks French makes me think he probably went to French school. So maybe he just doesn't know how to spell in English as well. Yeah. I think it happens quite a bit, but he, so he locked it in. It was wrong. And then Kevin got it right. So Kevin won veto. They put a plan in play. They took uh, Josh off the block and they put Herman up and ended up uh, backdooring Herman to get him out of the game. And then into this week, uh, Gino won the HOH competition. 
It was supposed to be that buzzkill or whatever buzz something competition yeah, where they I think they hold the buzz, they have to hold the buzzer down and then they get like temptations or you know every so often they can they can let go but they have to be buzzed back in by the time the clock resets or something. Uh, but apparently they had technical difficulties and the competition didn't work properly, so they kind of pivoted and they still did some of those things, um, but it was like a yes or no kind of or what was it before, before or after. after. And um, so anyways, Gino won the HOH and then he decided to put up, what was it? Betty and Josh? No. No, Moose. Moose and Summer. Summer, yeah. Yeah, Moose and, and that's Summer. That's and the with it, but the plan is that, well, the, the original plan is that he's backdooring Marty. That's his goal for this week. So um, yeah, that, that, so that's where we are up to tonight, tonight's episode. So it's, it's, Good season, of Big Brother. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. They, Big Brother Canada never really disappoints me. I think they always tend to put on a pretty good. There was that one season before COVID where they were kind of all playing so scared and and nothing happened. Then the game got shut down. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I think it's they always play pretty, pretty entertaining game in, in Big Brother Canada. So we'll see what yeah. happens here. Yeah, Herman is actually uh, the first member of jury, and I think they don't True. know that. No, they, no, they did. They did say. Oh, they did? Because at first, like, it seemed like they thought now, like, whoever goes out now is the first person in the jury. Like, I don't think they knew I think, that. Her I think Arissa said, I think she announced that. She did announce that he's a part of the jury? Yeah, right right before okay. the vote. I think she announced that um, everybody was going to be part of, like, this is now a jury uh, eviction kind of thing. Yeah. So that's Big Brother. Are we doing a, doing a grill, Jones? Um, or is it too late? I have one question for you. Grill it up. It's the grill. It's the grill. One grill question. Do you guys think the Toronto Maple Leafs can be labeled a Stanley Cup contender? No. Yes. But they uh, they have to win in the playoffs like <laughs> so no, every every team has to win in the playoffs. So at this at this point, they're a contender. I, see, I heard a debate about this on the radio, and this is why I asked the question. I, I I'm I'm with Kudo on the fact that they can't win a series. They haven't won a playoff series. I know it's a new year, but it's like you look at okay, like okay, if I were to pick my Stanley Cup contenders right now, it would be the Tampa Bay Lightning. It'd be the Colorado Avalanche. Those would be the two and only Stanley Cup contenders I have. I'd want to say the Panthers, but at the same time, I don't think the Panthers have really won this playoff series. They since have like not. Ninety six or whatever it was, right? So, so that's what. So what you're saying is you can't win the Stanley Cup if you haven't won a playoff series. What I'm saying with you is, can't be named a contender. You can't be named a contender. I never said you couldn't have an opportunity to win the Stanley Cup. I just don't think you're. A contender to win the Stanley Cup until you've proven that you can win. So, in the playoffs. if you have the you have the best record in the league, you're not a contender. They haven't proven that they can win in the playoffs. Is what I'm saying. It's like wrestling. You can ha- you can have all these wins, but then if you can't win that contenders match to get to the title, you're not a contender. Wrestling's fake, Kudo. No, it's not. It's scripted. Touche. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I know. It's that's I. It was a debate I heard. I want just so to see. So, are the Edmonton you... Oilers contenders? No, no. Why they've won a playoff series before? Not in the last little while. 
two years I ago. Don't, I, don't, I also don't think they have the team to win a Stanley Cup. Maybe three years ago. They got two guys that can do it, but other than that. Yeah, like, there's not just because, yeah, I don't know. It's like. Are the Pittsburgh Penguins a playoff contender? A Stanley Cup contender? No, because yeah. not because they haven't won playoff series, but I don't think they have a team that can do it. They have proven that they can do it, but I don't think they have the team that can do it. And the players that they have, the players that they have there now haven't proven they can do it. Carolina Hurricanes. Yes, I could say I would consider them a Stanley Cup contender, and they're one of the best teams in the league right now. Vegas Golden Knights. No, they're not even in the playoffs at this point in time. Yeah, but they, you know, if they get in, no, I still don't think they can do it. St. Louis Blues. Are the Blues even in the playoffs at this point in time? I don't know. I think so. They might be a wild card team. Maybe I don't know. No, I think they're in the the Central or whatever that division's called. The shit division? Yeah, the one the Blackhawks play. Yeah, Central. The Blues are in right now. They would face Minnesota. I think I think the Leafs have an opportunity to win a cup, but I don't think I can consider them a contender to win the cup at this point. Are Everything's the a contender? Changed. The Bruins? No, I just don't think they have the team to do it. Uh, How about the Rangers? You're making, you're making two different arguments. No, that's, that's the same argument. You gotta win it. You gotta win a, a series before you're a contender. But teams that have won a series aren't contenders because they don't have a good enough team. Yeah, but they've proven but, that but they teams, can do but, it. But teams that have a but good the, enough uh, have a good enough team that haven't won a no, series aren't the, contenders. The Leafs don't have a good enough team because they haven't proven that they could do it in the playoffs. I'm not. What about the Florida Panthers? The Florida I Panthers, proven, but they're the best team it, in the league. Yeah, but they haven't won a playoff they series since like '96. Proven they can win in. When the going gets tough, the playoff hockey is a hundred. You've noticed this. Playoff hockey is way different than regular season hockey. And until you can prove that you can win a series in the playoffs, you ha- I don't think you just in the playoffs. Yeah, but until you can win one, until you can win that first one, I don't think you can consider them a contender. Do you think the Wild think they, have a, they have it? They have it. They have a team to that can do it, but they haven't proven they can do it. Yeah. Okay, Minnesota Wild with Flower and Net. Minnesota Wild, no, they won't win. They're not a contender in my eyes. I think the team so, that's going to win so, it so in the, the West. Final, so the finals is Tampa Bay and Colorado as of right now. No. Those are the only two teams that even need to lace up their skates. I, I said Carolina could win. I could Carolina could be a contender. Well, for you, sure. started the, you started the segment saying that it was only only the Tampa Bay those, Lightning. Those were my top no, two. Those teams. were his top yes. two. That's what I said. My top two teams. Yes, God, you yeah. can. What so, about the Dallas Stars? No. They were in the finals two years ago. That's fine. Dallas Stars got a different roster. Every team has a different roster. Not the Leafs. The Leafs have Florida, a very much the, the Florida the Panthers were in the finals in '96. <laughs> that's a whole yeah, that's different team. I, so I'm telling you, they haven't proven themselves lately. I never said the Leafs couldn't do it. I just don't label them as a contender at this point in time until you can prove that you can win when the when the games are tougher and harder to play. Are the Montreal Canadiens contenders? Of course, not they this are. year. They're contender for the top for the uh, draft lottery pick. Top low round at, on the golf course. Uh, don't worry. Eight days after, you guys will be on the course with us. Well, not eight days. That would be like we lose in seven games. We don't lose. We don't get swept. Yeah, they at least make you think they're going to win the series. Okay, so fourteen days, you guys will be on the golf course. That's better. That's all I got. It's my only question. That seemed like we put you on the grill. It was putting me on the grill. It's fine. All right. Anything else? Are we ready to go? Because it's getting fucking late. 
I'm ready for bed. Yeah. I'm ready to go for a piss. All right. Well, you go for that pee. And I'd like to thank everyone for joining us for our 94th episode. We really appreciate all the support. Please give us a follow on Instagram at Into Sports and Stuff. And follow us on Twitter at Into Sports Stuff. No and in that one. Feel free to email us at IntoSportsAndStuff at gmail.com and send us your personal picks of the week and let us know any topics you want us to talk about on the show. Check out T Public and me, Undies, in the show notes. And don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe on your podcast player of choice. We'll see you next week, and we'll get into sports and stuff. Hey, Freddie Anderson, when you're done showing off those sick mitts, how about you go ahead and hit the music? Bye. Bye.